baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. The Wild West is still legendary today because it was so lawless. Stagecoach robberies? Yeah, you had to arm the stagecoach with armed security to shoot the people who might shoot you and try to steal all your stuff. Why was that? Well, Because there wasn't really established law enforcement at the time. That's why they called it the Wild West. It was the rule of the streets. The Democrats are literally recreating the Wild West. And it gets worse every day. Folks, this story out of L.A. with Union Pacific is a metaphor for what the Democrats will turn this country into. As I said yesterday, if they get rid of the filibuster in the Senate, they'll make sure there's nowhere for the U-Haul trucks to roll, for people to escape, because every community will be a crime-ridden hellhole run with the morals of the Democrat Party that say the thief is always right. Lawlessness will rule the day and nothing else. This story is so insane, folks. I've been trying to wrap my mind around it all morning. Here's what's going on. Folks have literally taken in hordes, in masses, to robbing the railway cars going through L.A. Because the George Soros Democrat Party-sponsored DA there simply drops the charges or downgrades them to the point that they're absolutely meaningless and carry just a fine, which the DAs then drop if the perp says he can't afford it. So mobs of people have been simply ambushing rail cars, ripping the packages off of them, And shredding them right there on the tracks to see if they contain anything worthwhile, anything worth selling on the internet, anything of value. If they do not, they go on to the next package. You've got to see the visual here. I mean, it's stunning. You could Google CBS2 and Union Pacific and look at the tracks. You can barely see the ground. It's just covered with packages. The damage so extensive that Union Pacific says that in less than three months, they've stolen $5 million worth of stuff, and it's getting worse. They hit an average of, get this, 90 rail cars a day, according to Union Pacific. Folks, this is the Wild West. Union Pacific says the problem is so bad that they're having to contemplate, they wrote this in a letter to George Gascon, the DA, they're having to contemplate rerouting around LA because they simply can't run through it. This is from a letter that Union Pacific sent to that Soros DA. LA County District Attorney George Gascon. Criminals are caught and arrested, turned over to local authorities for booking, arraigned before the local courts. Charges are reduced to a misdemeanor or petty offense and the criminal is released after paying a nominal fine. Union Pacific General Director of Public Affairs, Adrian Guerrero, wrote 
in a letter to Gascon. In fact, criminals boast to our officers that charges will be pled down to simple trespassing, which bears no serious consequences. Union Pacific says it has not once been called to court to testify against any of these hundreds and hundreds of criminals, meaning not one has been seriously prosecuted. In its letter to the Liberal Democrat DA, the railroad faulted L.A. County District Attorney George Gascone. He is a hardcore Democrat sponsored by George Soros, definitely in line with the mainstream Democrat Party thinking on crime, which is that it's totally cool. Here's what they say. He has well-intended social justice goals, but that they're failing and leading to chaos, lawlessness and danger. That's right. Because all those packages that litter the floor like a landfill along the tracks, they just caused, it appears, a derailment. Here's CBS News 2 on that. The cause of that 17-car derailment along these tracks on Saturday is still under investigation. Heavy debris and scattered boxes that covered these tracks at that time may have been a factor. And I can tell you it's obviously still happening. People are still rifling through these cargo containers. We saw several roll by us just a short time ago with the doors swung wide open and the boxes inside torn up. The cleanup continues along a stretch of railway in Lincoln Heights that had been turned into a landfill after crooks climbed onto trains and broke into cargo containers, gutting them like predators with prey, picking, pilfering, and tossing aside piles and piles of boxes and goods, including precious COVID test kits. Union Pacific runs the line and is responding aggressively to a surge in rail theft recently, up 160% in the last year in L.A. County alone and spiking in the last three months during the peak holiday season. The sea of litter and debris may have caused a train to derail in Lincoln Heights on Saturday. No one was injured. Union Pacific agents have made hundreds of arrests, but stress that less than half of those people are booked and some suspects are released in less than 24 hours, able to return quickly to the scene of the crime. UP wants L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon to get tougher with these criminals who often boast to railway officers that they know they will get off easily. The bail laws that allow this and turn these people right back out without cash bail will become national if Democrats get their way. The Breathe Act, one of the many laws that's bottled up right now, would make its way through the Senate if the filibuster were removed. It frees all federal inmates 100% in 10 years. Our country would become a lawless Wild West hellhole. Our side has got to begin to understand the mentality that's driving this and explain it to people. This is not just a tolerance for crime, although that's part of it. This is classic Marxism. It is a tolerance, no, an encouragement of redistribution. It is not fair that some people have some stuff and other people aren't allowed to possess it in equal measure as doled out by the government. So theft is merely a way to readjust reality to something more morally correct. Again, this is what was laid out by the San Francisco Chronicle in their tweet, suggesting people debate whether it would be wrong to arrest burglars for breaking into people's homes because it's just not fair. They should have access to nice stuff too. People need to understand that for the left, 
after the George Floyd riots, being able to destroy and take other people's property at will as a societal right became a Democrat norm, not the fringe, the norm. At the Democrat National Convention, the Democrats brought Black Lives Matter leaders onto the stage. That's where this is coming from, but it's transcended race to apply to all crime. It's simply become immoral and wrong for police to go after criminals and for criminals to face any kind of penalties. This is Black Lives Matter leader Ariel Atkins speaking in Chicago in August of 2020. Understand the ethic she's describing here has been fully and completely adopted by the Democrat Party. Both the Washington Post and the New York Times have run multiple articles justifying the taking of property to right past wrongs and address what they see as economic and social injustice. I don't care if somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That's reparations. That is reparations. Anything they want to take, take it because these businesses have insurance. They're going to get their money back. My people aren't getting anything. Property is fair game. And this is now the norm. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, a reporter with the New York Times, who helped write the social justice curriculum that the New York Times has distributed for school use all over the country. That's how highly they think of her. And this is what she says when she goes on CNN. Destroying property which can be replaced is not violence. Our side has to understand that while we weren't paying attention, while we weren't reading the Washington Post or the New York Times, the left was. And all of this has gone mainstream. It has become racist and unjust to impede any criminal of any race. And by the way, these criminals in L.A. are white, black, Hispanic, as diverse as the day is long. I've seen the video of the folks just openly looting in daylight, totally unafraid for their faces to be captured. This is a come one, come all. All get the protection of Gasco. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And let me tell you why. These liberal DAs that have caused crime stats to shoot through the roof at record rates never before seen in America, these liberal DAs are what the mainstream of the Democrat Party is becoming, folks. They are not going to punish crime. These DAs' jobs in these cities are to protect the criminal, not you, not law-abiding citizens, but to allow the criminal to conduct their actions This is how radical the Democrat Party has become. This is why these people get elected. They don't hide what they're going to do. For the new left, and yes, this ethic came out of Black Lives Matter, but you have to understand, it's been adopted by the Democrat Party leadership at large. Their goal isn't just to excuse crime or be soft on crime. It's to actively protect the criminals. 
That's why they aren't bothered at all with embracing Black Lives Matter, even after chants like this at protest. Who do we protect? Black felons. But if you want to hear what the real thought process is in terms of goals of this organization, whose ideology has captured and taken over the Democrat Party, I'll let Patrice Cullors explain. She's a co-founder of Black Lives Matter, and she's a self-avowed Marxist. She admits it freely. She says they are very obsessed with property damage. In other words, damage property, steal property, take property as a right. Again, remember, this is an ideology the New York Times newsroom now shares. That's how mainstream it is on the left. We are very obsessed with property damage. Um, Property damage is seen as sort of like the pinnacle of destruction and violence. Again, she's the co-founder of Black Lives Matter. And there she's talking about what the group's ideology is. Remember, it goes all the way to the top. These are the people Kamala Harris personally and Joe Biden's campaign staffers raised money to bail out of jail so they could return to the riot, the looting, and yes, the stealing. So is there anybody the left actually thinks should go to jail, should go to prison? Oh, Yes. It's just they want to use prison and jail in a totally different way than it's used now. They actually love law enforcement, remember, as long as law enforcement answers to them, like the FBI does. Oh, the left is very quick to want to incarcerate for the smallest infractions, only if they're ideological, only if they're committed by people who disagree with them. This is a total change in the use of law enforcement. Make no mistake, you've got to look at both sides of this coin to understand the morality system of the modern left. And our side just doesn't. Under the left, the prisons would be full, and so would the internment camps. That's what this horrifying new poll shows. And folks, I'm fascinated by this poll because it truly shows you the gulf in this country between the left and everybody else, the normals, the mainstream. This Rasmussen poll is terrifying in how it shows you how they think and how different it really is. Listen to this. A majority of Democrat voters told Rasmussen that they support allowing the United States government to institute shocking coronavirus mandates, including force vaccinating Americans, Forcing unvaccinated Americans to quarantine in their homes at all times except emergencies. In other words, virtually put in prison in your own home. And it gets worse. 59% of self-identified Democrats support the government requiring unvaccinated individuals to stay home at all times, as I said, unless an emergency arises. 35% strongly support this house arrest for the unvaccinated. Again, it gets worse. Almost half of Democrats, 45%, want the government to involuntarily detain unvaccinated Americans and have federal or state government require that citizens are forced to live in facilities, locations, or camps if they refuse to get a COVID-19 vaccine and they'd have to stay there until they submit. Folks, this is not 
not the way normals think in America. And it gets even more shocking. More than a quarter of Democrats want to see the government take children away from parents who don't comply with compulsory COVID vaccination. So refuse the vax, lose your kids. Listen to this. That's 29% of Democrat voters, folks. This is a different foreign culture to any we've ever known in America. It's like oil and water. This is why we can't live together. There is not common ground here. There simply isn't. 29% of Democrat voters would support temporarily removing parents' custody of their children if they refuse to take the COVID vaccine and until they take it. So you take it, you get your kids back. You don't? Forget it. And here's the thing, folks. This shot... It's more of a religious right, a sacrament, than it is a medical device at this point because it doesn't work. I mean, even in their media, you can tell it doesn't work. They've admitted you need multiple boosters because they don't work. And every other day, some triple-vaxxed person is getting COVID. So this is not about stopping the spread. This is about the branch COVIDians demanding that the rest of society participate in what have become sacraments for them, much the way the mask was a sacrament, even though it didn't work either. That's not the reason they love it. It's because it is part of what I would argue is their religion. Now, listen to this. Just 7% of Republicans would support that policy. So it shows you how far off we have here. And we are here. Listen to this. 55% of Democrats told Rasmussen they favor a proposal that would fine unvaccinated Americans paying a fine to the government. And get this. What about chipping, putting chips in people's arms so the government can track their vaccination status? A plurality of Democrats, 47% supported that. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To subscribe, download the Odyssey app and hit the subscribe button. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y, then hit the subscribe button. Also, please share with friends and family who you think would like this kind of thing. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 